Well, you see, Kevin, there are boys and there are girls, and oh, you're not looking down. Okay, never mind. Oh, folks, and that's the way we start it with Kikiest Show Ever, episode 216. Mike finally giving me the talk that I should have gotten many, many years ago. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Oh, somehow that seems appropriate. <laughs> it does. It seems quite appropriate considering. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm. I'm a little flabbergasted. I don't even know where to go with that from here. <laughs> hey, you know, I throw them out there. Whether you hit them out of the park or not, that's up to you. So Yes. And, folks, we are a fearsome duo tonight because our guest was unable to make it. And Mark, again, is putting his personal life ahead of things. Selfish um, uh, bastard. Selfish bastard. Although it might have had something to do with the fact we grossed him out last week. <laughs> well, this is true. He may be still recovering. He may be driving that big white bus yet. So, Yeah, he might be uh, praying to the porcelain god, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's, well, I, it's, could always, I could always regale him when I almost had the ends of my uh, fingers cut off in a uh, packaging accident, but we'll save that for other, some other time. We're going to space this out. We, wanna, we don't want to uh, push him too hard. He might or, crack. yeah, like when I almost had my arm ripped off by an industrial dryer. We, we'll wait sure, and share yeah. that with him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll let him recover first. You know, it's measured torture. Yeah. You do it all at once, their mind just shuts down. Then it's no fun. They just sit there and drool. And, you now, know. now I'm thinking about the, the movie... Uh, What's the one, uh, Bride, uh, Princess Bride? You know, oh. where he tortures him a little bit at a time and they turn up the pain all the time. Okay, and I was watching a clip on TV. And I've, I should sit down and watch some of these Monty Python uh, uh, movies, but they had a clip on about the Dark Knight where uh, he gets uh, one arm cut off and then the other arm cuts uh, cut off and he still keeps coming. And then they cut off his legs and, you know, uh, and he still keeps, you know, he's uh, invincible. Well, yeah, no, you're not. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a classic, definitely a classic. Yep. So it, it's funny. I was watching um, the show. It was only on one season, Freaks and Geeks. I might have mm. mentioned this last week. I don't know if I mm. did or not. Uh, and I just finished watching the one and only season. And it was the was it the last episode? Yeah. They talked about uh, they were in the AV club, and I went, "Oh dear, I remember being in the <laughs> AV club." Um, that was for for those that don't know. Back in the day, folks, that was the equivalent of what would have been probably a computer club or something like that. You know, in in a modern school, in modern days for the kids. But um, it was we went around. We actually loaded film. We're talking sixteen millimeter film on projectors and ran it for the classroom. So. But anyway, they had, they had borrowed the film, and they were getting ready to watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail during AV Club. So. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. I should maybe sit down and watch that, add that to the long list of things that I want to watch at some point. It's a classic. It's a really good. Mm. It, you'll enjoy it. It's, it's been a while since I've watched it. I'm trying to remember. Probably uh, last time I watched it all the way through has probably been 20 years ago now. But, I mean, I had seen it. Mostly enough that I could pretty much, much like my favorite movie, War Games, I could, there for a while, I could pretty much quote Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those types of movies. But before we get too far into it, it's time for the, the part of the show that Mark looks forward to with gusto and he just can't wait for it. It is, ladies and gentlemen, time for the world famous weather report 
for June 19th, Father's Day here in the United States. And happy Father's Day to all those celebrating. Uh, although it'll be afterwards, but, you know, what the hell, I'm doing the best I can here. So, Mike, <laughs> would you like to regale us with your weather report? Oh, yeah, this is, it's a uh, uh, pleasant, very pleasant uh, 89 degrees here. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> well, it was warmer this afternoon. You know, I'm not sweaty in certain places. I'm sweaty in all the places. Um, but this is, I would rather, you know, well, I'm in the house in the air conditioning, so I'm not, you know, talking too loud. But even when I'm outside, I don't mind it. And, and coincidentally, I don't know who the hell we pissed off, but the both of the air conditioners went down at the school. We got a big one that cools the center rooms. This isn't a huge school, but, I mean, it, uh, uh, air conditions the center, oh, I want to say maybe dozen rooms or something like that. The outside rooms don't have any air conditioning. That one died, and then the air conditioner over the uh, – wiring room died so you know the servers are you know they're running a little warm right now so that was bad enough but then thursday the ice machine went down that's what i care about because everyone's whining at me about oh, the air conditioner broke well, yeah you're talking to the guy that doesn't work in air conditioning most of the time you know let me cry your river i'll cut an onion and see what i can do um <laughs> but the ice machine i do make use of that i mean i do i can tolerate the heat fairly well but the ice machine i do you know i have a big uh what's it 52 ounce cup that i put ice in and some water and i'll sit there and chug it down just to keep myself from dehydrating i'm not superman i can pass out if i don't do if I'm not a little smart about this. So that went down. So like I said, I don't know who we pissed off. And I think the temperatures this week are supposed to get uh, in the 80s, 90s, somewhere in there. So it's supposed to be warm. Um, and I think now we're starting to get into more consistent hot weather. It's been kind of hot, kind of cool. But now I think uh, we're losing our thermal mass in the school. So once that heats up, we are going to start cooking in there. So um, And the to fix the air conditioners, it's going to be somewhere between seventeen dollars and $50,000, depending upon what a person wants to do. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a big one. Um, and so I don't envy the uh, superintendent. Her and I are, you know, I, uh, we're friends or whatever. We talk or whatever. And so, yeah, I don't envy her job because she's got to figure out where to, you know, find the money for that along with a bunch of other things and a bunch of other stuff we're doing at school. We're trying to do a major uh, face lift on the uh the commons where everyone comes in the public comes in so we're trying to make that look pretty and so yeah it's uh she's got to find the money for all this stuff so i don't envy her job but yeah that's kind of where we're at now and we're kind of hoping in the last few days we we're kind of hoping that we get a thunderstorm but like it would form out to the west of us and maybe to the north of us and then it'd just give us the finger and go on so uh we're starting to get a little <laughs> little dry here the uh lawn out back and uh i may have mentioned it here before but our lawn is literally six inches of dirt on top of pure gravel so once the water gets through the dirt the grass is probably literally cooked so we're and we we're just too cheap to water our lawn so we're hoping that uh we're either going to have a, a beige lawn after a while here, or we get some rain and it kind of bounces back. But that's kind of the way it goes in South Dakota here. We're always about two weeks away from a drought. So, yeah. Well, I will say before I give the actual weather report, we did have some really nasty storms roll through here. I posted a couple pictures online. Um, we it was Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday evening. We had some tremendous storms that we got anywhere in the matter of about. 35, 40 minutes, we got anywhere from an inch and a half to the higher reports for about three inches of rain. And mm. that was a short amount of time. <laughs> and guess where I was? On the road. <laughs> of course. In the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I've driven through a few that where it's coming down so hard the wipers won't keep up. And 
then do you, you consider, do you pull over and hope that there's no clown behind you who doesn't have sense enough to slow down? That's always an interesting proposition. I've always operated under the theory that I'd heard before, keep moving. Even if you have to slow down, just keep moving. Right. And I and I did. I kept moving all the way until I finally busted through the, busted on through to the other side, as the song says. So, mm. But, uh, yeah. But anyway, the weather report, I will start. We had it phoned in by our lovely friend, Elisa. She has says it was hot, hot, hot there today, and tomorrow reaching the low 90s, and then dropping to the mid 70s by midweek. Now for us, we had we've had a we had a kind of hot day yesterday. Uh, was really warm today. It was up in the close to 90, and tomorrow we're supposed to exceed 90, maybe 93 or something like that. So. It's just absolutely miserable for me. Currently, it's 77, which is almost tolerable. But, you know, another 20 yeah. degrees, and it would be 20 degrees cooler, and it'd be completely tolerable from my perspective. But, you know. Right. And I'm just the kind of guy that I, you know, I like the heat. I don't know if that's just conditioning me for where I may end up eventually. But, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, you know, small miracles, favors, whatever, you know. Uh, but, uh, no, I, I, and, it's easier for me. The heat's a little easier, although when I was working on last week out in the patio, uh, I did start to feel a little little sick, so I was smart enough to come in. So, like I say, I, do, I can do that. But, yeah, it's easier for me to sweat than to get the chills and sit there and shiver and not be able to control yourself. So it all, all depends what a person can do. And um, Yeah, and I'm not saying that I... I have no problems with sweating. It does get uncomfortable and sticky and... Yeah. But... Um, that's still the lesser of the two evils in my book. So, and well, I mean, yours I was probably the opposite. So, yeah. yeah, I'm exactly the opposite. So, we, <laughs> there, there's no need to even uh, think that, folks. Just in case I haven't made that abundantly clear <laughs> on the multiple times I mentioned it, uh, I actually I posted a picture. I was I went uh, for dinner today. I I opted to grill outside, and uh, I was I had lit the grill, and I posted a picture on Twitter. Uh, and I had a flame coming off my grill because I use a charcoal <laughs> grill. I had a flame coming off the grill that was about four feet tall. I saw that, <laughs> and I forgot you do charcoal. How could I forget that? Uh, and I'm kind of wondering, cripes, what were you, uh, you know, doing there? So, all right, that makes more sense. It's like Eddie Murphy on uh, that one album. His now that's a fire. Now that's a fire, people. <laughs> <laughs> So your your Father's Day was to uh, you cooked at home and just hung out with the family or yeah we did we actually did something uh, for my father in law yesterday we went over uh, took him uh, dinner my wife made lasagna and we took lasagna over salad and she made something called a uh, it's a specific type of like a potato pie is the only way I can describe it you mash up potatoes and you add sugar and vinegar and stuff to it. And they turn into like a custard. It's a really interesting flavor. It's really tasty. It's kind of like an egg custard with a little denser consistency. I don't know how else to describe it. Well, it, I've never had a potato pie before, so it's really. If you uh, if you think uh, you, Deb would be interested in it, I'd be happy to share the recipe with you. We're always open. I mean, this is potato country here. As I uh, this is the potato capital of South Dakota. Even though hardly anybody raises potatoes here anymore, but that's a whole different discussion. But. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's always yeah. that. Um, I'll share. I'll share that recipe sure. with you, and maybe I'll even, if I can find it, and I, and I can't adequately post it, I'll put it in the show notes for uh, the listeners in case they're interested. It's uh it's really delicious. She doesn't make it very mm. often. Uh, 
just because you got to cook all the potatoes and you got to mash the potatoes and go through that mm. process. So, um, but it was really good. So we did that, and then today was just a quiet day. I got up, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, fixed uh, myself breakfast. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I'm the only one that's a breakfast eater in the house. Most everybody else well, wants yeah. to light breakfast. I like to cook breakfast, but I had eggs and to- or eggs and waffles and sausage, and I was mm. I was really happy with it. Uh, yeah, and I you know I have a bowl of cereal, but uh, my Father's Day uh, was uh, we went to Watertown, which is about a half hour away. That's our metropolitan area, about twenty thousand people, and my son lives there. So we met him, and we had uh, uh, dinner at uh, uh, a regional restaurant called the uh, Pizza Ranch. So pizza buffet, uh, chicken, uh, potatoes, that kind of stuff. So we had we had a buffet there, and then we went out to the casino, and so he gave me ten dollars uh, for Father's Day to gamble. So um, it, uh, I put it in there and I just wasn't having much luck with the machines and I'm jumping around trying to find one. Finally, I found one. So I took it from $6 up to about $27. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. And then we're a member of their, uh, uh, players club there or whatever. So they give you $5 free each week to play. And so, um, I, I make advantage of that. So what I always do is you can't take their $5 out of the machine, but any money you win, you can. So each time I win, I take it out. Uh, so I end up spending their $5 and then whatever I keep. So I, by the time I was done, I got it up to about $34, which wasn't too bad. So, I mean, it's not like I'm a high-stakes player here, but I figure if I can come up money ahead, better. That's so, true. Yeah, money yes. ahead when you're gambling is <laughs> always better. Yeah, and then we were kind of chewing my son out because he was doing really good. He was up to about $80 or so, and we said, should pull it out, should pull it out. And and when we left, because uh, we were done, we we were smart enough to walk away because if you stay, the temptation is going to be, oh, I'm on a winning streak. I'm going to, no, you're going to end up pissing it all away. So um, uh, he was still playing when he left, and um, Deb called him after I got home. And he said, no, I, I you know, gambled it, you know, lost it all. So I think he came up. Even I don't think he went beyond what he had, but still, you know, he's up to eighty dollars, and you know, and that's that's temptation. And you know, I understand that's the thing about gambling is, oh, you know, I'm on a streak now, and it doesn't take very long for a streak to go bad. So it takes, and I'm not saying I'm the most disciplined person in the world, but it takes a little bit of discipline to realize that when you're up, just stop. Don't let greed jump on your back and start, you know, taking the whip out and hitting your butt, trying to make you go further and further because yeah, you'll screw it up. Yeah, you definitely will. But talking about Father's Day, I got a rather cool gift that I was rather... I got two nice gifts. Um, one's going to be kind of boring to most people, but I got a new <laughs> pair of, a new pair of uh, dress shoes to wear to work. But I needed a new <laughs> pair, and I like sure. my feet to be comfortable while I'm at work. So. Mm, might as well. Yeah, my, yeah, so that was very nice and very sweet of my family to give me. But I also got something that the listeners of this show will absolutely love. My family, my kids particularly, gave me the Big Bang Theory Lego apartment set. So oh it looks Lord. so it looks like the the uh, the apartment set in in Big Bang Theory, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes, uh, and I'll share it with Mike here so he can see sure. it. Um, okay, but it was, was it was just say, can you find and fix the elevator? <laughs> that part's not quite included. Oh. <laughs> Okay. But uh, it's very cool, and uh, I look forward to building it. Of course, I cracked my, my kids up. They said, oh, you're just going to build Sheldon. I said, no, I'm going to build Bernadette and just nothing else. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, yes. Because then they got a discussion. Why, you don't like Penny? I said, no, Bernadette's way prettier than Penny. So, 
Well, I don't know. They each have their. Oh, I don't know if I dare venture that. No, uh, no, they all have their interesting attributes. Uh, they're all unique uh, individual uh, uh, persons in their own right. So, oh, they're uh, great and, actresses and actors. Yes, yes, and the the actors are interesting also. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. let's you know be fair about all this. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not a problem there. I just happen okay. to like Bernadette better. Actually, I yeah. kind of lean more towards Maya Bailey, if the truth really be known. <laughs> oh yeah, this she's, is true. She's the brain, and that's really attractive. But different. Point. Sure. Well, yes. but anyway, I'll I'll put a picture and link to this in the show notes. It's a really cool little set. Mike Mike can see what I'm talking about now to build. Right. So I I look forward to building it. That'll be really cool. I think. Okay. Well, and uh, like I say, I got a real cool uh, Father's Day present here too. Um, see, I, I measure up. <laughs> uh, no, what this is, uh, uh, Deb got this for me. She got it from QVC. Um, and so it is a tape measure. I, you know, for the this is an audio podcast. I'm gonna have to tell people what's going on here. But it is a tape measure, which you know it looks like standard tape measure. But you turn it around. Well, actually, you look at the top there. It's actually got a digital readout on the top there. So very cool. Yeah, and so and it's got the nice thing is, so. Over here, you got these uh, this arrow key. So if you push one, it'll give you the measurement from the end of the tape to the front, the tape side of the tape measure. But if you hit the button again, it'll give you from the end of the tape to the back side of the tape measure for doing inside measurements. Ah, very cool. Yeah. And, the, and what really looks cool, just so the listeners know, Mike can share a link with it, uh, is that it's uh, it kind of looks like an iPod when you first... Yeah, that's what I kind of thought, too, because I'm going, why the hell did you get me an iPod? Boy, is that thing big. It looks like a giant iPod shuffle is what it looks like. It does, yes. And, uh, yeah, that's actually what I thought when I saw it, too. Um, It's a 16-foot, but then it it gets better. Uh, It also has two memory buttons here. So you take a measurement, and you hold the button down. It'll remember measurement. And then you take another measurement, and you put it in the other one there. So you can just hit the buttons and bring your measurements back up. So if you're doing multiple measurings, you don't, or at least two anyway, you don't have to be writing them down. It'll store them there in memory. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, the problem is, since I measure incorrectly most of the time anyway, so it's, <laughs> you know, it's measure twice, cut once. I measure four right. times, still cut wrong. So I mean. <laughs> well, yeah. And then there's uh, the other uh, button over here. On the the click wheel here uh, is uh, it'll tell you so you're taking a measurement like you're trying to find the center of something so you take a measurement hit that and it'll tell you what the ce- uh, center measurement is or the halfway point so you don't have to sit there and do math and then uh, down here on the bottom the it's got the inch centimeters so you can sit there and you start clicking through and so it'll give you um, see if I remember this from memory now you get it in either like foot inches. Uh, so, I mean, if you're measuring something over 12 feet, it'll give you foot okay. slash inches, right? Or you can hit it again. It'll give you in just straight inches. And then I think you can click it again, and it'll give it to you um, the, the fraction, the, the less than, uh, smaller than inch increments can either be in inches or in fractions, or you hit it again, and then it can be in fractions. So if you're adding stuff up, you don't have to sit there and convert fractions over to decimals. Um Nice. And then you then you hit it again, and it'll do it in for those people that insist on having to do metrics. It'll switch over and give you uh, the measurements in in metric measurements. So, um, you it know, it's it, everything. They don't need you anymore. Well, no, that's the problem because Deb says, you know, I got this for you because she wants she's got a few projects she wants me to do. So it's kind of like. Uh, 
Um, now she's got a, you've got the tools here now. Now you know, uh, now you need to go work on stuff now. So there, there's a catch to this, but it's a honey do list. <laughs> yes, it is. So, uh, oh yeah. And you know, one of the most base, basic measurement, basic things about tape measure, you push the button, it'll lock it. So, um, you know, that's um, always handy. Yes, it is. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 she gave it to me this morning. I'm kind of going, ooh, that's cool. And a little clip to put it on your belt. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, that's a really cool one. And I figured, you know, that you might find that kind of interesting because I do know how you like, you know, tools and gadgets and that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, I yeah, always love that kind of stuff. You know, I got a calculator that would go really well with that for you. I have oh. a, I have a, what they call a carpenter's calculator. Okay. Where you can put in, it'll calculate board feet for a job if you're doing mm-hmm. something. You can add like two and three quarters and five and seven eighths, mm-hmm. and you just enter it as fractions, and it does it all and spits it back to you as a mixed number. Mm. So it's really, it's really, it's a craftsman. Came with something else, or my wife got it for me one year, and I was like, wow, this is cool. I don't even have to. I said, I needed this when I was in school. I, just didn't have to yeah. convert. I mean, I became a good at converting dec- uh, fractions into decimals so I could do oh, it. Yeah. And, uh, but now, oh, shit, don't have to do it no more. <laughs> That is nice because, uh, yeah, that's what I usually do, convert fractions into decimals. But, you know, if you're trying to convert it back, that gets a little, you know, funky when you're trying to, um, since, you know, we use the the inch foot measurements and everything are down into fractions, not decimals. So it gets a little hard to work with. But, uh, yeah, now if I just had a calculator to help me figure out how to get out of some of these projects, but, you know. <laughs> That's called break your leg or something like that. Oh, I dropped this anvil on my foot. I don't know. I I consider it. (laughs) Wile E. Coyote needs to come visit you. (laughs) Oh, my. No, there's some days I think he just lives next door to me, which is a whole (laughs) different discussion. But anyway. Yeah, no. Well, that's cool. So it sounds like you had a good Father's Day and I had a good Father's Day. So Very good, folks. And if anybody would like to share what they got for Father's Day, send it in. We would love to see and hear about it. Would love to. Um, next thing I want to talk to was the kind of the elephant in the room from this week. Uh, WWDC was held, and the keynote was held all week long. Um, the keynote was Monday. I actually decided for the first time in my life, I said, you know what? I got a crap ton of leave. I took the afternoon off. I came home to watch the keynote live. I had two separate chat rooms going. I was in the chat room for the Nocilla cast, chatting with those folks. And I was also in the uh, chat room for uh, uh, Elaine Giles and uh, Mike Thomas's podcast, which just went right out of my head. Oh, my God. MacBytes? Yes, MacBytes. That's terrible, and I apologize. <laughs> that just looked like went right out of my head all of a sudden. So I was in both chat rooms going back and forth and having a great conversation with everybody. Um, but, uh, what I wanted to know, and then we could talk a little bit about the other stuff. Uh, you've had a chance to watch it, I assume, at this point, Mike? Well, I've listened to a few reviews. I know for some reason, um, and you know, we kind of mentioned it, uh, when Elisa was on here, some of the magic is gone and some of it is not just because the rumors, you know, leak this stuff out. It's just like, um, you know, they're at this point, unless they you know, come out with something, it's all going to be a reiter- iterations now. It's not going to be any big leap forward, you know, unless they come up with some, you know, maybe the next thing on their radar is a car. And I'm for me, I'm kind of going, meh, 
kind of like the watch. You know, I th- they thought that was their big thing, and I'm still kind of going meh on that. Um, not. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah. So I haven't, like, say, uh, I, I kind of listened. I heard parts of it. Uh, I've listened to a podcast or two where they were talking about it. So um, I don't know. It's just, um, and I was going to try and pull up the notes here because I was trying to look. I had it here somewhere, and I must have closed the stupid page. But, uh, to see what they did have going on there. And, you know, there are some things there. You know, they're, they're working on, uh, like, um, the universal clipboard was one thing and, um there's some things that, you know, is kind of interesting, but uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, the big thing for me um, of what I liked with the best was the stuff they talked about around the tvOS. I mean, I don't have a watch. The iOS stuff was nice, but I think some of it's going to require an iPhone 6 Plus or later mm-hmm. to take advantage of it. And I don't have that. I have an iPhone 6 Plus. Or no, 6S. I mean, the 6S series and later, not the 6 Plus series. Um but uh, I was really excited by the tvOS stuff because, as I've mentioned a few times on the show, I've really become gotten big into using my um, uh, Apple TV. I love using it. I spent I don't know. We spent a lot of time. I, that's what I watched Freaks and Geeks on. Um, what was I watching on there today? Watching something else. I stream a lot of stuff. I use Downcast on my iPad which pulls down a lot of the video podcasts that I watch on a regular basis, and then I stream them up to the Apple TV from the iPad, which is really nice because then I can sit my big butt in the recliner and lay back, and it's nice to sit back and just watch a podcast that way. <laughs> so so I do like But I was really excited by the tvOS stuff because I was sitting there looking at it and what they were talking about it can do, and I've heard some more things, and I've become inspired... Uh-oh. I am going to attempt a TV app. Oh boy! I I I've done some of the preliminary sketch for the wireframe of it and how it's going to work. I haven't gotten any further than that at this point. I haven't had time, um, and I'm in no rush to do it uh, because there's a few logistical things around how the app's going to work that I haven't quite figured out and. As any good app starts out, this is an app that's scratching an itch that I, in particular, have. Hmm. You know, so if it were, I get it to work for me, and I think it's useful, I will release it out to you know the world and let the other people see if they like it. Um, I'm not sure how it would work outside of what I'm going to use it for without giving out too many details, um, but we'll see. It's again, it's something to scratch my itch, an itch I have. Um, that can't be cured with any type of cream. Or, you know, now Mike's got an itch because I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> the power well, suggestion, folks. <laughs> well, well, that and a haircut and, you know, little fine hair is going down my back. But, oh, I, 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 I diverse, uh, div, uh, whatever, uh, you diverge. You, you diluted. <laughs> I just die. Um, <laughs> but, no, no, that does sound interesting, and I'm, I'm curious to see how that, uh, what you end up there with, so. Well, and the other thing that inspired me, too, that I like, which I have toyed around with, but I haven't really gotten serious about, is Swift. Of course, I showed Swift on the iPad, and that was the Swift Playground, I should say this correctly. That was freaking amazing to be able to teach kids the program. Uh, I want to show my kids how to do that. I might even let them use my iPad occasionally once they see that. But those were the two things that I just, 
I was beside myself. I thought they were the coolest things under the sun. Um, iOS 10 overall, it's cool. I'm sorry to see they're dropping support for some older devices with iOS 10. Uh, I think the iPhone 5 is the bottom of the line iPhone now. Yeah. So, and they're dropping the iPad 2, and I, th- I don't, can't remember. Did they drop the iPad 3 as well from well, iOS 10? Probably the original iOS uh, Mini, which I have. Yeah, they did or drop. They, the, they did drop the original Mini. Mini, yeah, iPad Mini. Yeah, so I'm kind of SOL there. So I don't know, I, and I do. Well, I have enough tablets. I kind of use them all for various purposes and very enti- various times. I don't know if I'm going to consider. Uh, maybe getting a bigger, better, newer iPad. I'll have to see, uh, you know, think my use cases through for uh, for this stuff here. But in uh, my iPhone is still, like I say, it's at, it's at the bottom there, probably teetering on the edge next year. They'll probably boot it off and just watch it free fall to its poor, untimely death. But and I, I've been considering getting a newer phone because the power button on mine is starting to get a little, you have to press a little hard and, uh, and I just wish I had a bigger phone instead of the 16 gigs. Why the hell, Apple, do you keep selling 16 gig iPhones? Um, it's unnatural. Make it 32, 64, 128, whatever. Um, but just get rid of the 16. Take it out back for a little walk behind the barn. Don't bring it back. Whatever. Um, it's the, just, old, the old yeller iPhone. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, you know, just... Uh, and I don't understand why. Well, I'm not the only one. There's lots of people who don't understand why they keep it around. Why couldn't they just have 32 be the base? Uh, I don't know if there's logistics or what, but it's just it's weird. Excuse me, but um, yeah. Um, so I, I'm on the uh, well. Like I said my iPad won't do 10, so I'll have to rely upon my iPhone to see what uh, iOS 10 is like. And I was kind of excuse me, looking at the. Uh, this, the TV stuff you were talking about, and again, me too, watch, no interest. Uh, uh, not to offend anybody, but don't really care. Um, now, the one thing I was you know, thinking about here, and look, uh, I'm interested in, I think I kind of mentioned it the last time or maybe a couple podcasts ago, automation is kind of starting to uh, tickle my fancy a little bit. And Put your um, fancy away. Well, yeah, I'll, I won't do it in front of you, Kevin. That'll just be rude. Um, but... Um, <laughs> I'm, you know, the the idea, and I don't really need it. Um, it's just one of those cool things. You know, you want to be Iron Man. You want your Jarvis that you can come in and and mess around, and do things with. And so, um, and even though my room isn't that big down here, my little you know, uh, sort uh, fortress of solitude, um, I can get up and walk across and do things. It was just kind of nice to be able to give voice commands because, um, and you know, we got a tweet from uh, Elisa Paselli this week saying that. I guess I'd given her the itch to get a. Uh, um, I'm just spreading things around here, aren't I? But um, <laughs> your itch uh, is spreading. <laughs> apparently, it's yeah, it's contagious. So she's kind of kicking around the idea, the idea of getting an Amazon uh, uh, tap, the little uh, Bluetooth speaker, all in one thing. We'll have to see what she considers there. But I got that. But then I also kind of want, which is, and it's nice, and it has its purposes. You can pick it up, you can carry it around. It's got a battery and all stuff. I think I talked about it last time, but uh, last week I got the Amazon Echo in. And oh, so full blown echo, full blown echo, yes. Uh, so I've got that sitting here, and it's just kind of nice to be able to tell it things, and you know, tell it to play uh, 
my uh, Pandora stations or play something else. Or you can ask to get to look up information or something like that. Uh, and it's just kind of nice that I'm sitting here in my chair in front of the computer and I got music playing. And then the phone rings or something like that. I can just tell it to call out its name, which I won't because it'll set it off and it'll be jabbering at us here. But, you know, it's uh, A-L-E-X-A. So you say that and then it'll, you'll give commands. So I just tell it to uh, uh, pause the music or whatever. And so I can answer the phone. I don't have to get up and turn it off and then go over to the other side of the room and grab my phone or whatever. It's just kind of nice to do things like that. And uh, and to bring it back around to Apple here, um, I see that they're uh, working on HomeKit, which, you know, could be interesting. And at this point, I mean, I've got two Rokus and a Fire Stick, um, so I really don't have any, you know, desire to get another TV box. And I'm also considering uh, at some point maybe considering an NVIDIA Shield Android TV box um, because I've always had – it's the next iteration of the Google TV, which I think I talked about on here I don't yeah. know, a couple of years ago at this point. Um, and so I do have kind of a soft spot in there uh, for my Google TV, although it didn't pan out. And Android isn't quite the same as Google TV. But that one I might consider getting before the Apple TV because I just – Apple is for people who have a lot of stuff in iTunes and I don't. Um, well, I – but I don't think it – I mean, it is and it isn't. I mean, because the main use of my stuff, I'm not buying movies through that. I'm getting Netflix through the Apple yep. TV. I'm getting games. Now, that, that is iTunes. The games are coming through iTunes, of course. Right. But as far as iTunes content, as far as uh, my huge music library, of course, <laughs> is there. <laughs> yeah, the one you can count on two hands. The right. uh, it, You know, it's there. Uh right. I don't think I have. I've bought a few television shows. I've never bought a movie through or rented a movie through iTunes or anything like that. So, you know, I don't have anything there, but I still find it increased, you know, as I said, increasingly useful, especially for video podcasts. I watch a lot of YouTube channels, you know, when I want to relax because it's short stuff and things right. like that. So. And my question is do they ever. Uh, did Amazon ever put a video app on there? No, Amazon did yep. not. That's and see, that would kill it for me because that's my main content, um, my place for getting content is Amazon. And so that's probably what kills it for the Apple TV right there is because no Amazon. Now, there's a, I'd have to see if there's a way I could work around that. Well, um, you can get, I mean, I can get Amazon on my TV itself. It's a smart TV. Right, uh, you know, it has Amazon, and I do use it on that. I probably at some point will get a Roku four just because I like the Roku, and put a Roku uh, four along with my Apple TV, and then I think hell, even the DVD player I just bought or Blu-ray player, excuse me, that I bought uh, back at the first of the year, it'll get Amazon on it too. So I have Amazon other ways, right? Uh, and I was going to look to see because there is a way because. Um, my Google TV, when I had it, didn't have Amazon on there, but I could get, um, and I've talked about it on here before, that play-on service, which then, um, if it's supported by Apple, and I'm trying to see if it is, um, it's not showing up readily here for me, but if I could get that on the Apple TV, um, then that would give me a way around, because that, when you set up your own play-on server, and then it goes out, and then the app accesses your server and then that goes out and gets the video content so i've got amazon hooked up through that so that's how i was able to do that it's it's 
it's not bad. It's a little kludgy, and you have to have a Windows PC running to make that work. But I've got that. So uh, it's not a solution for everybody. It is a solution for me. Um, but um, like I say, uh, if it didn't, if I can't watch Amazon on it, then uh, in essence, it's kind of dead to me. So um, yeah, and I don't know. I don't know that you're going to see Amazon on it anytime soon, because I yeah. think Amazon is holding back because they're uh, uh, they don't want to give up that thirty percent or whatever it is right. Apple will charge. So, and I, you know, I understand that. I understand their viewpoint there. They did the same thing with the Kindle app. You know, you buy the books outside of that, but you've got the Kindle app on the on iOS. So, uh, yeah, and I'm looking here and uh, streaming devices. Uh, Chromecast, Google, Fire TV, Fire TV Stick, Roku. Um, yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it on there. So um, you know, then yeah, if like I say that, if I can't do that, you know, even with a workaround way, then there's no real reason for me to get that. And like I say, I would rather. And uh, I know we're supposed to be talking about Apple here, but uh, that uh, Shield, Nvidia Shield, I saw that. Uh, because it's got some good, powerful processors in it, you can actually run a Plex Media server off that TV box. Yeah. So I'm kind of considering that, and then free up my other TV, my other my Windows computer out there to do the play on stuff and acts as a file server. So it's not doing so much stuff. So that's another reason why I'm kind of leaning towards that. So yeah, there's just really. Um, Nothing really about the Apple TV that just you know you know gets like I say let's there was something about HomeKit but even uh, and that's why I brought up the Echo stuff that and then uh, the Amazon will do a lot of uh, it'll interface with uh, home automation uh, devices so um, you know I'll, I'm really hard pressed to see um, a good reason for me to do you know to get an Apple TV like I say no. If you had a lot of Apple content, yeah, that's the only way you could play it because Apple doesn't put any, uh, um, you know, apps on other devices. So, right. um, yeah, that would be the only way. But like I say, no, it's really no real reason for me to do it. And maybe if I had my hands on one and played with it for a while, which would probably just infect me, I'd want it anyway because I'd want to <laughs> play with it. But, yeah. uh, no, there's just nothing that gets me all excited by that one. Well, the what's got me the other thing that's got me excited about it is what they talked about with Sling and the fact of being able to stream live TV uh, if with a Sling subscription, right? And that takes me one step closer to cutting the cord, right? Um, you know, I want to see where that goes. I'm not going to make any right. any commitment there, but that would, I mean, because I like to watch football. I make no sure bones about it. I love American football. I'm going to say it that way for our international listeners. Uh, and I enjoy watching it. And there are a couple networks that I like to watch. And they have apps for that now. But if I could get all that, then it would really make me consider getting rid of uh, my cable TV subscription altogether. And just going purely Apple TV. I mean, Sling has actually even got an offer out there right now. I think it's $89. You get the 32 gigabyte Apple TV and the Sling subscription, or something like that. I'd have to go look it up again. Uh, it's quite a deal because that's like forty, fifty dollars off the Apple TV, forty dollars off of the Apple TV, and the Sling subscription. So, you know, 
it's something to think about. It, it definitely gets you in the realm of cord cutting. Uh, as I said this past year, I watched the Super Bowl streaming. I, I streamed the Super Bowl because I could do it, and I could watch it on the biggest TV I had in the house and see it in high def. You know, it was it's nice. So I'm really getting there, but there are certain things that need to be there before I can completely cut the cord like you have. Yeah, and I did try. I got a uh, subscription or uh, trial to Sling, and I tried it out, and you know it was okay. Um, but then after I dropped the trial, and I might have might have stuck with it, but the, now they got two packages. They got one with was ESPN, Disney, AMC, and a whole bunch more. That's twenty dollars a month, but only one device can stream it. So if uh, people in your house wanted to watch something on another device, they couldn't. But then uh, about, a, oh, I don't know, I would say a couple months ago, they came out with a second plan, $20 a month, changed it slightly. It's Fox, regional sports, uh, and more. And I think the channels are, I don't know, maybe the channels are a little bit different there too. Uh, I haven't compared them that close, but that second one that they came out with, I think you can do three streams. Yeah. Uh, and you've got to do some checking around and, you know, and considering, and like I say, there's only the two of us in the house, but if one of us wanted to watch something with the old plan, the other one wouldn't be able to. And, you know, and I, like I say, I might've considered it. And with this new one here, I might consider it. Uh, Cause there's a few shows uh, that we miss or a few channels that we miss by not having, um, cable and there's no easy way short of going out and buying the seasons and I don't know we'd have to see how many shows that is and see if it'd be worth the twenty dollars a month versus buying the shows that we want. Um and I've mentioned a few of them before American Pickers and uh some of those the history shows and a few of those so um you know which which would make the most sense and then just sometimes to have live T V uh you know there would be fine. The thing is, you know, what I'm always shooting for besides the saving money part is also the convenience part. And, uh, I want to be able to watch it when I want to. Um, and there are, with some of these shows, they are, you know, basically DVR in the cloud. Uh, so you can go back and watch them, but some of them, you, it's, you have to be there at like eight o'clock on Monday night to watch them or whatever it is. Um, and so I just want the ability to be able to record it because um, I've got my, you know, my play on server set up. I got it to record a bunch of things. So I've got uh, – I went and recorded all this season of NCIS, and I sat down and watched it all at once. And I've done that. I've got um, this uh, this season's uh, uh, person of interest that I want to sit down and watch it because then you'll have to wait for the cliffhanger next week. I'm a little impatient that way. So you just sit down and binge watch all that stuff. Now I just you know, sit down and binge watch it. But, you know, that's what I kind of want that when I get the itch to sit down and watch a show, I want to be able to sit down and watch it. You know, first world problems here. But um, I do want to be able to sit down and watch it when I want to and not, you know, when you have to be there at this specific time. And like I mentioned before, sometimes with my job at the school and working nights, it gets kind of hard to do that. So, um, And there's ways around it. And I would have to check and see. I don't think this counts because there's that TV everywhere um, thing that if you have a cable subscription – you can use that to log into all these apps for these channels, and then you can watch those shows when you want. But I don't know if this one counts. If that one did, 
then I would, you know, there would be one more argument in favor of getting Sling TV because then if I could use that to log into the, like the uh, history app or you know A and E or whatever we're interested in watching, that have that be your authentic uh, authorization for using the TV everywhere, and so I could watch things when I want, then that would be great. But I don't think it does. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked at it that closely. I'm going to kind of play a wait and see on it and see where it goes. Um, the 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 potential is there, but I guess I'm going to have to see it proved out before I jump in with both feet. Again, all I really need is the major networks, uh, ESPN only to see Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. No, Monday Night Football, excuse me. Um, HGTV the Food Network, Hallmark Movie Channel, and I'm kind of set. There really isn't a whole lot else that we yeah. watch. So. Um, yeah, history. Uh, sometimes there's some things on True TV, maybe. Um, I forget which show it was. It was one that you had talked to me about, uh, the Tiny House. Oh, that's thing. HGTV and FYI both have that. Yeah, and so I kind of stumbled across. I think I was actually watching that on the sling and kind of going, ooh, that's kind of cool, but, you know. Um, yeah, so there's, uh, you know, a handful and, you know, for $20 a month, but, you know, the problem is these things start adding up after all, because yeah, I've got Netflix, I got Hulu, I've got Amazon prime. Um, um, oh, let's see. I got CBS all access so I can watch my, you know, CBS shows when I want to. Um, yeah. And you start adding all these things on there and it does kind of start to add up and you might, uh, I'd have to, I don't even know if I want to add it up, but you know, I might be getting close to that $70 a month that we were paying for cable, which I realize some people don't consider that bad, but, um, it is for all the shit that comes with it. Well, yeah, that's true. And if you can, you know, pick and choose the ones that you want, uh, you know, that would be great. Um, yeah. And, you know, for me, I'd be getting rid of all the sports channels and getting a few other ones on there, but, uh, yeah. So you know, there's options out there. It's just that there's like no, and I don't know, maybe there never will be. And maybe there, it's a good thing that we don't have an all in one option for all this stuff. Cause then you would, I don't know if there's going to be one option that would be affordable enough. That would be all inclusive that everyone would, would want. So to be able to pick out what you want and, you know, like I say, I'm kind of, you know, you're thinking about the Apple TV. I'm thinking about the, uh, um, Nvidia Shield because uh, then you can game on that and they've got um, Borderlands which is a game I'm addicted to and some other games on there and you stream games onto there so that might be more my cup of tea and that's the thing you know that would be good for me the Apple TV seems to be more your uh, speed so um, you know I guess it's good that we can pick and choose what it is we want and how we want to watch it yeah that's true I think that does help a lot Okay, so other than Apple TV, are you excited about Siri coming to our desktops? Oh, misunderstanding me and murdering uh, any text. I And I don't know, maybe it's the fact that when I'm at work, I'm trying to use it with my headphones. Maybe that's not exactly helping, because if I speak directly into the phone, she usually does better. But still, uh, Siri can be hit and miss sometimes, sort of infuriating sometimes. Uh, but yeah, the idea... And so... Uh, and I've played around, not extensively, but because uh, I've got my Windows computer over here with Cortana on it. And I've kind of, you know, messed with that a little bit. And again, I've got my Amazon Echo. Um, and so I get, uh, if I got Siri on the uh, Apple TV here, I could have all sorts of assistants ignoring me, misunderstanding what I say. And, you know, 
uh, you know, turning things on and off or whatever. You know, AI ignoring you like real stuff, real people do, right? There you go. Yes, I want real people to ignore me, not these fake AI things. Um, but yeah, so I've got plenty of those, and it, it would be interesting. Um, again, I don't think it would be quite as useful. I'd have to see some use cases for it. Although sometimes on my phone, it is nice to be able, and you can dictate into the Apple computer. Um, but you know, sometimes I, I'm not. I will admit, I'm not the world's greatest speller in the world. So it is kind of nice to have um, to be able to speak into something, have it spell out the word for you, or you know, something like that. Like that text that I uh, sent you this morning about you wished me a happy Father's Day, and I said something about uh, same to you, fellow uh, uh, progenitor. Um, yeah, progenitor. Yeah, progenitor. Progenitor. Yeah, there we yeah. go. I couldn't spell that, so I had to speak it into the phone, and thankfully it knew what the hell I was talking about. So, uh, uh, yeah, because I'm not going to claim I know how to spell that word. So things like that would be nice. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, voice commands, would that be any better than, um, you know, typing or, you know, scrolling around doing whatever? Because even like uh, uh, with the the Echo here, I can ask it certain things, but, you know, you do kind of have to phrase it in a certain way. It does have skills, so you can uh, enable these different skills for different things. Uh, like there's one for uh, zip codes, one for area codes. There's about 300-some skills that you can enable on there. Some of them are kind of silly, some more games, whatever. But you do kind of have to remember to phrase things in a certain way so that it understands what you're talking about because they're not, you know, they're not humans, and they will recognize speech, but you kind of have to do it in a way that makes sense to it. So there has to be a structure to things. You know, you start out with the keyword to activate the device and then, you know, look up, uh, like, for instance, you know, play my Queensryche radio station on Pandora. You have to get it all out there. And, uh, you know, in case you haven't noticed, sometimes I stumble, stutter, or pause when I'm talking. That'll just confuse the crap out of it. So sometimes <laughs> it's just easier, depending upon what you're doing, just to click a few things rather than trying to talk to it. But, again, there's the convenience of being able to walk into the room and, you know, tell it to start playing a you know, station or something like that or pause. There's pluses and minuses to it. And I just um, don't know what that that specific case would be with Siri that would make me go, yeah, I've got to do this. Um, well, I think really what it boils down to is you want to become a better dictator. Well, I'm already a dictator. <laughs> uh, again, this is potato capital of the world, so we, you know, dictator. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, wasn't, I was just waiting to see where you were going to go with that one. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no yeah. Uh, no, believe me, we got potato jokes around here, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah, and I think everyone's kind of got that desire to be, you know, to have some sort of sense of power where, you know, you walk in the room, you just start issuing orders and have things obediently obey you, unlike my family, just kind of go, do it yourself. Um, I just so, get nervous with all this shit listening to me all the time. I have an inherent distrust of things like that. Well, yeah, and, you know, that is a point. Uh, and I've, you know, read enough science fiction here to know that, you know, if you ever want to scare yourself out of your mind uh, when it comes to technology and everything around us, read Daniel Suarez's books, uh, uh, Demon and Freedom TM, which, you know, it's about technology and how, you know, it can be used to, change the world for better or good or whatever. Uh, so, and I'm reading that and I kind of going, and, you know, it's set 
the world's a setting could very well be our current day because there's nothing, you know, with maybe a, poss- a couple possible exceptions. Everything in there is pretty much what we have now. And just to think about, you know, you read what they do in there and what can be done with the stuff that we have. It is kind of scary. But then I realized I'm boring. If anybody listens to me and they get bored to death, that's their fault. Um, I mean, um, I'm not that interesting a person. But, you know, anything to – but it is the basic, you know, idea of privacy and personal protection and everything else. Yeah, that's – I guess that's where I draw a line. It's not that I'm doing anything wrong, right. but it just kind of weirds me out that something's listening to me all the time, trying to do something, and you're not really sure where that data's all going, what it's doing. Look, I have no illusion of privacy. I live a lot online. I don't, I don't have any grand illusions, but I just the fact that it's then listening, you know, and maybe I, I get minority, I get all minority report then, <laughs> right. Or 1984, Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because, you know, what if, um, because I do have, um, you know, it's down here where basically I'm by myself, so I'm not really having conversations down here. I may mutter out loud and say a few swear words, um, but I'm not really having any conversations. But like upstairs when my wife and I are talking and we, you know, we discuss politics and at some point could what we'd be saying if it was overheard be, you know, used against us or, um you know, would there come a time in, you know, I'm trying not to get paranoid here, but, you know, would the thought police be listening to what we say and, you know, telling us that we should be changing what we think? Um, you know, I'm trying not to get all tinfoil hat here, but, you know, um, if we start to say things that certain people might not like, would there, you know, and they find out about it, you know, in the private, what we consider the privacy of our own home, would there be, you know, repercussions of some sort? Um, it's, it's things to consider because usually these things start out small. You don't, you know, jump right to the end. You build towards this stuff. And it's all these little steps that um, you have to stop and consider what will be the outcome of this. Right now it all seems, you know, uh, fun and harmless until, you know, somebody gets an eye poked out and then everything goes to hell. Yeah, somebody gets a stick in the eye and then everybody's mad. Right. So, Okay, well, I you know I just thought it'd be interesting to see what you thought of uh, of the WWDC keynote. I enjoyed taking off to do it, but frankly, I was not as bowled over by it as I have been in past years by what they've announced at WWDC. Um, I'm looking sort of forward to uh, Mac OS Sierra, uh, just because I can't stand the current name of the Mac OS, even though I just upgraded to it, but. Um, and something about that name bugs me, and I can't even tell you why it bugs me. So I just either call it the Captain or EC. I, I'm sorry, I, it just bugs me, and I can't, I can't explain why. Maybe because I don't live in California. Who the hell knows? So, but anyway. Well, I think then uh, the next thing I wanted to bring up was our new regular feature, which is, what would you buy? And I threw Mike kind of a curveball this week. <laughs> um, we had been gradually creeping up in price, but this week I, you know, it's not that you wouldn't, but I lowered the price down. I said $50 or under for this week. And I, I threw it out there and, and Mike was like, Oh, Oh, Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and actually, as I said here, maybe I'll do two things because, you know, this is what we would uh, like to buy. 
And what I was going to go with was one. I already have one like this, but I would like another one. But I have this thing that, you know, I don't have and I would like to have. Uh, it's what, again, it's another damn subscription. Um, I would like to have the um, Marvel Unlimited subscription for comic books. And mm. is that. I get. I should look that up because, like I said, I just happen to think of it now. Th- these are both comic book related, but because I'm, you know, regressing to my youth or you know something like that. But um, I want to say, if you hit puberty again, <laughs> yeah, my voice starts to change and it cracks. <laughs> that would be like terrible. Um, and it's time to change. You got to rearrange. Yeah, uh, see no, if I don't want to rearrange anything. See if anybody knows what that's from. There's a. There's a quote for you to try to figure out what that came from. Uh, I know that didn't ring any bells with me. So it's an uh, episode of the Brady Bunch when Peter was going through puberty. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. It, it's nine ninety nine, so it's under the fifty dollar limit. Um, but like I say, just to um, and I think you can go back and read. Um, I don't know how far it goes, but you can basically a fair amount of their back catalog. Um. Yeah, see, if I wanted to do, so they got three plans. They got monthly, well, monthly and annually. You save a little bit of money by doing it annually. So $69 a year, That's I guess that's a little over the five, uh, $50. But if you go monthly, it's $9.99. But um, you can get access, to, uh, streaming access to 17,000 Marvel Comics and member deals. And then if you do the Plus membership, which is $99 a year, you get... Uh, now, I don't know if there's anything, uh, you get figurines and uh, variant comics and things that may not interest me that much. But for $9.99 a month, um, I would consider something like that. Because I've read a lot of these comic books growing up, and I would like to go back and revisit them. And I don't know, sometimes when you go back, they're just not what you thought they were. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe I should go back and shatter my, you know, your my youth, of, yeah, shattered the images of youth. Yeah, there you go. Uh, by going, well, you know, I thought it was really cool at the time. I kind of going, eh, but um, you know that I would like to do that because I had a bunch of comic books and I think they were down in the basement of the farm and it flooded and so they kind of got destroyed and you know they're pretty much toast by now and I maybe I should have hung on to them but at some point you know you just don't have room for everything in your life and that was one of the things that was sacrificed and now i kind of wish i could go back and do it and you know if i could do that it would be nice and like i say the thing i was originally going to mention but like i say i already had one i'll kind of hold it up here for kevin to see see if i can get it i need to bring my uh, picture up. I see Iron, what the avengers yeah okay the uh marvel uh, encyclopedia updated and expanded oh that's cool yeah so it's got all the uh Marvel uh, characters, you know, villains and heroes in here. And so that's kind of a way for me to scratch my itch. It doesn't have the stories in there, but it does have the the origins of, you know, all these, um, like just flipping it over here uh, to see if I can find one that, you know, more people would know. Well, here's like the origin of the Invisible Woman. And it has like a big full color. And this is a big hard uh, cover book. And that's why it, this is... Uh, I think $40 where I paid for it. So, again, that's under the uh, limit there. And this is Marvel. Yeah, so here's Iron Fist and Iron Patriot. And so they have a lot of these, you know, variations, you know, like on Iron Man or whatever. Um, 
And I think probably some of the parallel universes and this kind of stuff here and, you know, a lot of that stuff. So, um, but the one I would probably get would be the DC equivalent, Superman, Batman, uh, yeah. just Justice League of America, Justice Society of America, which is the counterpart to the Avengers. Not counterpart, but the equivalent of the Avengers. And like I said, that was a big part of my growing up. And I straddled both uh, universes because um, we had a drugstore in town here that uh, he would get um, – they were outdated comics by, I don't know, a few months. But I didn't care. Comic was a comic. It read the same to me. Um, and so they would tear the cover off, so these weren't going to be collector's editions. And at that point, we didn't even think anybody would be stupid enough to collect these things. Um, silly me. Uh, but yes, And you could buy them for like 10 cents, so that wasn't too bad. I mean, and that was back in the day when we had recycling here, so I could maybe walk around town, find a couple bottles, turn them in, uh, get 10 or maybe it was a nickel a bottle or something like that. So a couple, uh, if you could find a couple pop bottles laying around, you could turn them in and you could buy a couple of these comic books or a comic book or depending on how many you bought. And so like I said, that was uh, a lot A lot of my youth uh, was spent that way, reading those and fueling my imagination, that kind of stuff. And so I do kind of want to go back and revisit that because I think, you know, some of the origin stories are kind of neat and, um, you know, and you always want to know how did, you know, it's like any sort of, uh, uh, story you read, you kind of want to know more about the characters. How did they get there? What drives them? What's you know behind them, and all this kind of stuff. And you know, what are their weaknesses? What are their strengths? Um, so I just find something like that interesting. So you know, it, it would be you know either that subscription, or if I get, was able to get the DC equivalent of my book here, either one of those would work. And you know, it's kind of like I say, depending upon how you slice it, it's uh, under the fifty dollar mark there. Okay. Now I'll, I'll cut yeah. you some slack. I, sure. I think it's a good one. I, I again, yeah. I didn't give you a whole lot of warning. So. No. No. And I was trying to think of things, and and I didn't know which direction you were going to go. Were you going to go like ten thousand dollars now, or were you going to go like ten bucks? So, um, Ooh, and 10 I should. Bucks. That could be interesting. Mm, yeah. So I should, and I should just quit being so lazy because I like I don't want to give away too many secrets here. But usually five minutes before the podcast, I'm going, <laughs> oh, crap. What are we going to talk about? So yeah, I should just be thinking of. It, you know, I, maybe the part part of the problem is just fear because when I start thinking about this stuff, it's like, oh, now I want that. Um, where could this lead? So, uh, yeah. but I'll, for the sake of the listeners, I will, you know, uh, do my best to find these uh, little gems uh, that we to put on the podcast here. So, for the sake of you listeners, I'll take that risk and do it for you. Uh, you take one for the team, is it maybe? There you go. Well, my thing this week is it was something I wanted. That I acted upon. Oh boy! I you know so it it's kind of I, I let you bend the rules a little bit. Sure. So so I'm bending the rules just a little bit here. Okay. I re- acquired oh an Amazon uh, Kindle seven inch. I think I saw something in. about you uh, uh, said something about it on Facebook. So not on uh, Facebook. God, don't insult me if you're going to be oh, like that. I'm sorry. You'll break the rules on me. You'll break me. I'm sorry. Twitter. Yes, Twitter. Um, they were on sale this week through yesterday for $39 for the 8-gig model. Mm-hmm. And I can put up to a, I think it's a 128-gig oh, wow. SD card in this in this if I want to. Mm-hmm. But I bought this for two reasons. And, folks, this, this was $39 this week, and I got the orange one. Ooh. It's kind of an orangey-red color. Um, uh, it's... Uh, $49 regularly, so it's not like it's a huge expense anyway. 
But I bought this because I'm going to root this puppy. I saw you say something about them. Put Android on it then? There's a couple different rootings on it. One is just to get the Google Play Store so you can have the full Google Play Store on it. Right. And I think that'll be the first thing I do. I mean, it's a nice little tablet, nice weight. It might be good to carry back and forth to work, you know, because I need more shit in my bag than I carry <laughs> back and forth to work, folks. I, I, you know, desperately do. But it's a nice little tablet. I really like it. Uh, two of my kids and my wife have one. And, you know, I could play some games on it and, and stuff like that. It's a little bit bigger screen than my, you know, it's sad, though, when I hold it up, though, against my iPhone, and I'm doing this for Mike's benefit, mm. there's the... There's the phone versus the tablet. So you, yeah. You really get a feel for how big the uh, 6 six Plus or 6S Plus phone is. But it's just a nice little device. I mean, how can you really go wrong for $39? Right. I mean, I think I picked your tablet addiction up. I'm yeah. a little bit on the lower end there. but Sure. Well, that's kind of the same reason why I bought that Fire Phone. I really didn't have any illusions of using it as a phone. But for like $59 for a... I think it's a 32 gig, you know, iPod Touch that I can, you know, equivalent thereof that I can put on there. And since I'm already heavily into the Amazon ecosystem, I can put music on there, I can put audiobooks on there, I can put, you know, other books on there. So I just I couldn't resist that one. Just uh, and it extended my Prime membership by a year um, by buying that. So that's how I figured it was like fifty nine dollars, like one hundred fifty nine dollars added, but it added a year to Prime, which I would be buying anyway. And so by the time you subtract that off, uh, you know, it's just basically a $59 device that I can put stuff on and play around with. Yeah, I mean, this, you know, I've got all my Amazon Prime stuffs on here. I, uh, today I put a podcatcher or a podcasting app on there um, for video podcasts mainly. Um, and I put Twitter on it or something like that because, you know, what happens if one of my two iPads, my uh my Android tablet if and my iPhone are all the battery are dead, I've still got to be able to connect and, and do mm -hmm. my thing online. So, Yeah, it's called justification. I do it all the time. I'm an expert. Yeah. Just yeah. ask me. <laughs> yeah, it's self-justification. There you go. But, you know, it would, and in all honesty, if this tablet had existed last year when I bought that Android tablet, um, which was late summer, because I don't think it would come out at that point, or it hadn't come out when I did it anyway. Fall. Yeah, I would have jumped on this instead of what mm. I bought. Not that I dislike my Android tablet. No, don't don't get me wrong. Mm. But this is a way better value, and it was actually ended up being twenty or thirty dollars less yeah. than uh, than the Android tablet. And actually, I kind of like because I've got the um, eight inch over there. Um, actually, I like the screen on that better than my iPad Mini, but that's the original iPad Mini. Um, you know, they made the screens better since then. Um, but I do like the uh, screen on the um, <clears throat> the Fire tablet just a little bit better. Um, and like I say, you can, uh, well, they all have the Amazon app on it. They put that, the video app, they put that everywhere. But, um, you know, it's just, I kind of like the uh, Fire tablet for its own thing because, like I say, that's in the Amazon ecosystem. Everything is readily accessible there. Um, and that's where I live a lot. So it works for me. Yeah, no. But uh, I encourage you folks, keep an eye out. This is the second time this year this has gone on sale for $39 for the 8-gig version. They have a 16-gig version, too, that was on sale for 59 regularly $69. But I thought, you know, 
because I might end up trashing this in the rooting process, I decided I'd save a little bit of money and make sure. Sure. Well, hopefully it'll go well, but uh, well, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'll uh, uh, upcoming holiday weekend. I think will be my chance when I'll sit down and probably uh, root it or root at Mm -hmm. it or something like that. So I've played around with it. I've done a few things to it already. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So I guess with that, folks, uh, that brings us to a close for this week. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening to what Mike and I have had to banter each other back and forth with. It uh, was just him and I because other people think their lives are so <laughs> much more important than you know participating and provided you providing you folks with some lovely uh, edutainment. We'll call it. I think is the phrase I've heard used. Um, well, sure. Sometimes I just call it slinging crap, but whatever works for you. Yeah, it's, you know, we, we'll call sure. it edutainment at this point. There we go. So, Mike, why don't you tell the, the lovely listeners, all six of them, where they <laughs> might be able to find uh, find out more about you? Well, yeah, sometimes, and uh, I was on kind of a, I've been a little quiet, but today I was on kind of a, a spurt on uh, Twitter. But you can find me there at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page on about uh, at about.me slash Mike McPete, that's M-C-P-E-E-K. And if you want some science fiction, go over and check us out on uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk at scifitechtalk.com. Last week, the last show we did was Childhoods and the uh, miniseries on, uh, from uh, Sci-Fi or Sci-Fi. Um, so we talk about that one. We had a good discussion there, too. So if you want, to, like, say, some uh, hear something about science fiction, go over there and check us out at scifitechtalk.com. Excellent, and as always, I encourage people to go listen because it is a good show, folks. If you want to find out more about me, you can go. You can always find me on Twitter at twitter.com uh, forward slash big underscore in underscore va. And if you want to see what else I might have put some links up to, you can always check out my about.me page at forward slash Kevin Alder. If you want to find out more about the show, go over to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome, and we thank all the all of those all of you who have put in comments and reviews on iTunes. We do appreciate it. And last but not least, I want to leave you with this one parting thought. If you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek and slap Mark. Elisa Pacelli, Suze Gilbert, Vicky Stokes, women, savvy, geeks, three geeky ladies, technology from a female perspective. <laughs>